Hey homies, welcome back to another episode of the Uncommon Queens podcast. I'm Lauren, and today I wanted to just have a fun episode. I feel like my last two were a little bit serious and deep. I just wanted to come with kind of a lighthearted girl queen chat with my homies and kind of just update you on a topic that I don't always talk about. I have talked about dating, at least my dating life. I think once before I I cringe because I don't want to even bring up that episode. I'll probably listen to it after this one, not before, Um, just so I'm not influenced and just so I don't cringe and um, so I'm just more off the cuff. But I, like I mentioned, I just wanted to mention, you know, where I'm at in my dating life and maybe this will connect with y'all about it being okay with not prioritizing dating in this season of your life, especially if, like me, you are kind of going on this journey to be more yourself, to kind of free yourself of a lot of different things that kind of kept you um, stuck or kept you from living your authentic life and just kind of healing and growing and um if you're kind of in that zone with me, it's okay to not be dating or on the apps or what have you. And it's okay to just be present and focus on friendships, focus on family, focus on experiences, focus on saving money, focusing on just cultivating the life that you want for yourself and, um, just sitting with knowing yourself better and so I I don't know if y'all know the click books like the ones that you read in like middle school but I think there's something called uh, a boy fast or something and when I was like thinking or just like typing out my thoughts in my notes I was like this kind of reminds me of a boy fast and I remember when I was in Um, I think it was middle school that I was thinking I did a boy fast I thought in my head like yeah I'm not gonna obsess over boys like I'm not going to make this a priority like mind you no one no one was interested in me at least I don't think so probably not but I was definitely crushing on people and So it just was better interest of everyone that I, mainly myself, that I just not focus on that. And I did pretty well in middle school. I remember like I was good with not focusing and obsessing over boys in that moment. Uh, Later on in my life, not not so much high school, I did some silly things (laughs) with uh, my friends, not even in like a not in the way that you think that sounds. I would just kind of prank people, prank guys, and uh, get my friends in trouble by pranking them and kind of setting them up with guys. (laughs) And so that's what I mean. But I 
since I was younger, I was kind of obsessive about guys, but that's not the point of this episode at all. Um, I think that when I was actually talking to some new friends, I think that I realized that I love talking about other people's relationships and other people's interests in guys and not really my, like, since I have not made it a priority and I have kind of taken a step back when some friends were asking me about like my preferences or if I was interested in long distance and stuff like that I just was so feel, feel so far removed from that even though it hadn't been that long of me deciding like no I'm not focusing on dating I'm focusing on myself and establishing more and deeper friendships and loving where I am in my life right now I was so disconnected from answering those questions because I didn't even I wasn't even in that moment I was surprised that I was so disconnected I was like oh yeah like how what do I feel about age differences and what do I feel about that it was a weird feeling and I was very surprised about that because usually I'm like boom 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 but I think I also know that I want to reassess how I approach dating and when that time comes I want to approach it in a healthier way and approach it in a way that I'm more confident as a woman and what I want in a relationship and standing my ground and standing my ground and having standards because y'all let me just say that I did not in my early 20s and even in my mid-20s I did not mostly in my early 20s I did not have the best standards let's be honest we've all been there okay Most of us have been there at a time, even once, we did not have the highest standards. I was young, very insecure. I just, let's be honest, I just liked, didn't have a lot of attention when I was younger with guys. So when I finally got it on the apps, I was like, what? What is this like? Oh my gosh, guys like me? What a time. What a revelation. Um, So yeah. All I can say, homies, have standards, have non-negotiables, stand your ground, know your worth. You are worth every good thing, okay? Don't settle. It's easy out here in these streets, ladies. I know. Ladies and just everyone in general, let's be honest, everyone, no matter what, it's easy to settle, okay? And I promise it's worth it to wait for your person I of course I don't know that for sure because I am single but I have seen testimonies and stories that it is worth the wait and I believe it is because would you rather be miserable in a relationship for a good chunk of your life or free and single and loving your life okay you would rather be free and single I think okay don't let don't let nobody bring you down, okay? So that's my two cents. Plus, 
I've talked about this before. I remember in that episode I talked about apps. I also want to have a better relationship with the apps, but that's not what this episode is about. I'm getting ahead of myself, okay? I This is a time in my life that I'm, I feel like I'm prioritizing different things and looking at things in a different perspective. So me not prioritizing dating has allowed me to, is allowing me to kind of free up space in my mind to, to know that you can also have and find what you're looking for in dating in a way that you can have, what am I trying to say? You can have, I've learned a lot about what I want in a future partner from being in friend my friendships honestly and I feel like I keep referring to my podcast episode with my friend Destiny but when I listened to that back at one point I was like oh my gosh and also I think I said in that episode that the things that we mentioned about why I love our friendship are the things I think also run into why you are why what you want in a relationship I'm getting tongue-tied I found that safety is important to me in my friendships vulnerability is important to me being self-aware is important to me and when I'm with someone that person be self-aware me be self-aware um and create a safe space to be have also open communication and so those are things that I found in my friendships, but also I think that transcends into romantic relationships. And I was reading a book, I forgot what it's called. Maybe I'll link it when I find out in the description when I find it. But basically, someone, I think one of the characters was talking about how they don't know when they'll know when they'll be in love like they don't know they don't ever know if they will know what love will be like and what like a very true real love will be like and if we're being transparent I've never been in love so I connected with that in a way and I was and then I think the her friend said yes you do because you've kind of experienced it with me like you'll know when you're in love because we've experienced this friendship and this bond and I just loved that because I think we focus so much on romantic love and kind of idolizing being in a relationship but we don't give friendship a the place and the beauty and the space to the kind of attention that friendships are and how beautiful friendships are and how enriching in your life friendships can be and what value they bring to your life and I don't know if that made sense the quote the kind of gist of what I was saying with the book 
but it made sense to me okay (laughs) and I just loved how they equated like yes you'll know you're in love because you've experienced such a full and rich friendship the friendship love will actually help you with your romantic relationships and you actually and her saying like you actually do know what love is and you do know what love looks like because you've given it to me and you've established it in our friendship so I think that's beautiful and something that I think it's just made me think of like, oh yeah, I'll know when I'm in love because I've experienced such good love in the midst of my friendships and know that I can be seen and safe with people and that I can open up in a way that is allows me to be all that I am and be my authentic self and not hide. And so... That is something that I think is truly what I want to impart onto you and to think about and also think about cultivating better friendships and allowing yourself, if you're single, to really assess like if you need to find better friendships to help you in your journey and in your path and I think even in your healing journey. And I think that you can definitely work on yourself in the midst of a relationship. And I think we're, I think I mentioned in a Instagram post that I want to show what being in process looks like because I feel like we always show what the final product. And of course, we're never final products, but I think I mean the fact of Everyone says like, oh, I'm healed. Oh, I'm not depressed anymore. Oh, I don't have anxiety anymore. And I'm like, okay, like I think we need to see people like go through that process of healing because that's kind of what I connect with most in my life. Um, Just seeing people in that process and being able to connect with that because I love love hearing people's stories when they're at a, a better place in their life, but I also love seeing people's stories that I can connect with in the midst of it because yes, it's not it's not always healthy for someone to be in process and show up on social media in a way that shows that they're in process and be very vulnerable in that way. But I also think that there's a space missing that shows it in a more, in a healthier way, but also is vulnerable and authentic. And so I kind of wanted to give, to be that, that person and to be open about that. But I think not doing the healing in a relationship in what I'm doing, it establishes a better foundation for you to bring in a relationship because I know that being in a relationship, people mirror back, it's a mirror that person mirrors back to you what you need to work on. So if you don't bring all of this excess baggage, like we're all going to bring some sort of baggage, but if you can shed off the necessary baggage so that you are able to come in in a better, fuller place, that you don't have to have someone complete you and complete you in your life, but you can have someone that adds to your life. And I think sometimes like the verbiage, like other half, like can be well-intended, But no, you are a whole and complete 
without that person. And I think that's where a lot of us, me included, like I mentioned, can get in trouble because we want that other person to give us the attention, give us the things that we need. But I think in order to make something last, you need to be that person for yourself or you need to, you know, lean on God for that and to fill you up and to sustain you instead of something, someone, because we're always, we're always going to show up and falter and mess up. So have something that's, lean on something that's everlasting and sustainable and that you're, you can work on yourself every time. And so that's kind of what I think of is me working through this is being able to better show up and love someone better and in a healthier way than before so that I can work on myself without undivided attention from that other, from a significant other or a partner. And so I think for me specifically, I can get so in my head and attached easily to someone. So working on those tendencies and discovering like what my attachment style is and how I navigate my attachment style because I think that's something that's very popular right now is discovering your attachment styles and I don't know if I'm anxious attachment or I think one is like dismissive or something like that so that's something and also like knowing your attachment style and how to be a secure attachment style and also know like when another attachment style appears and how you navigate that and also knowing kind of what boundaries you want in place in a relationship and what do you need to honor those boundaries and how do you want to implement those boundaries and how what do you want to implement those boundaries on the first date and talk about them on the first date or do you want to wait a while and I think that also depends on like the person and the situation and blah 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 but kind of testing out those things and seeing what you feel is right for you like before so that you're good and don't compromise like I mentioned before because it's for me specifically it's easy to compromise those things as I guess sad as that sounds I think it's all easy because we can kind of get filtered and get blind um because I think love can be blind not you know I know there's a show called love is blind but I think when we step into relationship or my personal experiences we can kind of get blind to the factor like miss red flags or miss um yellow flags and um kind of have rose-colored glasses to things but if we come in with more of a clear view of how we want to show up and what we want to establish I think that will help us and even having friends that will help keep our us accountable I think that's also something that you can establish outside of dating before you step into really dating is ha- is having friends and establishing friendships that hold you accountable and that don't always tell you what you want to hear but tell you what you need to hear and I think that's something that I know that I established a lot in in college and what I want to carry through to um, my life today And so 
I think that's something that also is helpful in relationships and to carry you through relationships. And recently I was um, getting inspired by um, this woman called named <laughs> this, this woman um, named Riley Sewell. I think that's how you say her last name. But she was talking about um, dating and relationships. And what I loved when she was talking about going through um, singleness and healing parts of herself, she mentioned that how, like, what if you loved people like you've never been hurt? If you walked through your healing journey and loved people like you've never been hurt, which I thought was very interesting because that will not be a a tainted love, I feel like, in a way. A love that is not full of ego and full of resentment and pride, in a way. And that was interesting to me. And something else she said is, your purpose isn't limited by a relationship And I think so much of our culture, it's shifting, but so much of a lot of us still feel like we can't do stuff or it's not going to be as fulfilling if we don't do stuff outside of a relationship. If we're not in a relationship, it's not as fulfilling. We're not fulfilling our true purpose because we're not in a relationship or we can't, our life doesn't start because we're not in a relationship and I feel like that can be very damaging and you cannot live you can live a full life without being in a relationship like I said you can have friends you can do family um you can do it by yourself you can have full experiences by yourself and you aren't limited or more valuable because you're in a relationship I think that was something that I knew but when when it was told to me time and time again, I'm like, yeah, I can be free in my singleness. I can live my singleness to the fullest extent and live my life to the, to, and be who I want to be and be joyful outside of a relationship and outside of needing someone to fulfill a part, to fulfill a part of me that they're never meant to fulfill. And so I think also the stories that I've heard, and I know it's cliche that, you will find someone when you're not looking but I do think there's something to be said and Riley's story was um and she mentioned like love finds you in your field and it's kind of like love finds you when you're in your purpose and when you're operating in your authentic self and when you're operating to your fullest self and not limiting yourself in a way is like love sometimes will creep up on you and be like hey and someone may come and be like hey like that's attractive that you are totally yourself, you're confident, you're having a thriving career, you are doing hobbies that you love, you are traveling, you are doing all these things and you don't need me, but I'm also interested in you and would love to add to your life. And so I think that is a beautiful way to look at it. And and it can be like, for me specifically, it can be tempting to be like, I'm not looking, but I am looking, and I am on my purpose, and I am doing something cool, so, but 
when you're like fully immersed, I think in that and you're fully free in your singleness, I think that something good can happen in that moment. And when you're not really not thinking about it and when you're fully just untainted and unbothered, good things can happen and bothered in the way of relationships. Um, and then be, she also mentioned be with someone who advances your calling. And that kind of goes with like be with someone who doesn't hold you back and doesn't and appreciates what your mission and what you love and what you're passionate about and the way you want to live your life. Like have someone that adds to that and that wants to come along with you in that and not someone that wants to talk down to you or say like oh that's stupid that you want to do that or it's stupid that you have that dream like no like forget that okay like no you deserve someone that champions you and that wants to help you do whatever you want to do and wants to help you reach your goals and reach your dreams and you also want to help them reach their goals and their dreams and their and support their interests and the sports that they love and kind of really add to each other's lives instead of subtract feeling that they're subtracting from your life and brings joy and brings comfort to the to the table and those things I I wrote down cuz I really wanted to have those when I do end up um, getting back into the dating scene, Ugh, whatever that may be. I, I really, I think also what I want to do in this period of time of not, not fully prioritizing dating is just when that time comes, knowing, having a better view of dating and of dating apps because I want to come in uh, with just the notion of um, of being excited in the fact of, and not putting so much pressure on dating and also just viewing it as looking like I'm just meeting new people and not putting pressure on like, are you my person? Are you my boyfriend? Are you this? Are you that? But just coming in of like, I want to leave this person better than I found them. I just want to get to know them. I just want to hear their story. I want to laugh. I want to experience something that I haven't in my city or whatever. And just have a good time and not put pressure on it. Because at least in myself, I know when I put pressure on something, I just get nervous and I overthink and I'm in my head and I just don't have fun because I am so I don't even know if I like the person because I'm just so in my head thinking about what they think of me that that's another thing that I've learned in the past couple years is sometimes I ignore what I think about that person because I'm trying to prove to them something I'm trying to be you know be the best for them when I'm like no it actually matters what I think about them too and so that's something that people always have to remind me of. And when I was also dating a couple years ago, that's when one of my friends told me, like, do you actually like them? Like, I think as women specifically, we can kind of be people pleasers and want to please and have the other person validate us. But like, do we, it matters if we like them too. That takes two to tango, you know? They're not the only person contributing to this, you know, 
we're not the only ones contributing that needs to contribute to a relationship. So that is what I really wanted to just update you guys. It kind of was a, a mix and match. This episode was kind of a mix and match of all of the things that are on in my mind of not prioritizing dating, but I also talked about dating. It was just a mishmash of things that I wanted to mention in this episode. But y'all, it's hard out in these streets, but I also want to be hopeful about dating and approach it in a different way. That's what I know I need to like not prioritize it because I want to come back and be so ready and so on fire and like take it by storm and not be so cynical about it because I can definitely be cynical about dating and about the current climate of how we approach dating like it's gambling and like there's always something new and shiny to be discovered and not giving people a chance (laughs) that was my rant um but no I want to be hopeful like that's who I am is to be hopeful about things and not cynical about things so yeah thank you for listening and thank you I hope this hope whatever something I said resonated with you so I love you homies and I hope this helps you today tonight or tomorrow talk to you soon